Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, yo, yo. You know what it is, man. Welcome back to Standing A Live with your host, J4, a.k.a. The Capo. I'm here with the DOC, a.k.a. Latouris. What's happening with you, big dog? Oh, man, I'm... Pretty good, man. Just had to be back in the house of Jason one more time. Man, we're going to stop that shit, man. Because, <laughs> boy, without him, the building burns down and crumbles. You know what I mean? Uh, but welcome back, everybody. Thanks for all the fans tuning in. Of course, a big ups to our sponsors, Conceited Nobody, Says Boxing Academy, as well as Nutrition Plus. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. That's where you can get all your health and fitness needs taken care of. And then the Conceited Nobody got that intellectual stroke for you and then they got that funny bone also man so make sure you tune in on Tuesday nights and those are on all of your various platforms whether that's Art Heart Radio YouTube man it, it jumps off everywhere man um, again thank you for everybody tuning in tonight we will be discussing the Showtime pay-per-view card which was headlined by Tate Davis um, we will also break down this week's headlines within the sport um, whether we're talking about the upcoming cards or just news within the airwaves. Um, before we get rolling, Big Dog, man, anything you got to add to the spice? Uh, no, nah, man, it was an eventful weekend, man, so it's good to catch up and chop it up about what was going on. Some uh, pretty good fights. Absolutely, absolutely. And usually, fans, we flash back in history, but today we're, we're staying current with time. You know what I mean? Um, today happens to be... Frank, the Ghost Martin's birthday. Um, we're talking about January 12th, which is today. Frank is coming off one of, if not his biggest win of his career on Showtime in late December against Michael, what was it, Rivera? Yeah. Uh, Rivera, both of them were coming into the bout unbeaten. It was a WBA <coughs> eliminator, so Frank is lined up for world title contention in 2023 should everything unfold how it should. Um, the future looks bright. We want to salute and say, first of all, congratulations on the win. Happy Boring Day. Um, we kind of broke down Frank on our last show. Uh, but as as you think of 2023 unfolding, um, I don't know if you saw the quote from Javante Davis. Somebody asked Javante about <laughs> Frank. He said, I heard, I heard him in the gym. I heard him again. You know what I mean? And I'm just saying, so it, it sparks flying. Tank was in battle mode, I believe. <laughs> Tank, so. He was in battle mode, but I know people who saw that sparring said that they both gave each other hell. Ooh. Tank had the microphone in his face at the time, so it's going to resonate louder what he had to say. But people said that that was a hell of a sparring session. They said they got busy. So it wasn't one side of how Tank trying to make it seem. I, I didn't even take it as that. I just thought. Oh, he said first, he said get or you get him hurt if you want to. He's like but, I heard him before. First, but but even with that, you know what I thought? Mm. A lion speaking against a young lion that you know coming into the jungle, 
that some don't want to give that 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 reign in terms of of being one on the scene. Um, do you feel like even with that win from Frank, that he is still on the bubble of some of those bigger names, just as aforementioned, whether that be um, Javante Tank Davis, a Devin Haney? I mean, one thirty five right now. And we know some of those guys may be slipping and sliding and moving to make money in other directions. Um, do you feel like he's just almost there? Or do you feel like they're going to let him in to try and get a chance to get a win? No, I mean, it's either you let me in or I'm going to knock down the door. And that's what Frank did. They had it set up where they had the, uh, they was doing the, what were they trying to do, the Four Kings? Mm-hmm. The uh, the replay of uh, Durant, Hagler, uh, Hearns, and who was the fourth one? I can't remember. But anyway, they was trying to they was trying to set it up like that. Uh, Hearns, Hagler, Leonard. I don't know. I left out Leonard, but they was trying to do that with um, who was it? Devin, Tank, Ryan, and uh, Shakur. That's how they trying to set it up, but. Frank said, no, nah, this is a new generation. We got to do five at least. And he came in because once you throw him into that bunch, you got to start asking yourself who's who and who's number one, two, three, four, five. Right. So I think that what they did, they he made, he made it competitive itself. Like Frank coming out of uh, the Midwest, where you want to say, Indianapolis, Detroit, or Fort Wayne, none of them really been the hotbeds of boxing lately. So he ain't been getting those same pushes, especially coming out of here, man. Um, so he had his, his arrival wasn't as you know, what I'm saying anticipated as everybody else's. So it make it seem like he the outsider, but I believe that being that he done spar with all these fighters, he got the trainer of the year and arguably the comeback fighter of the year all in the same camp. That everybody in that mix know that it's not just somebody out here who might be good. You know what I'm saying? So so you feel like the consensus, not only within the camp of his own, but and, and not only on the validity of the win that he just had on Showtime, you feel like the work is truly conducive to where he is. And what I mean by that for the casual fan is sometimes in boxing you'll see a record. He's undefeated. He's this and that. But the challenges and the steps aren't there. What I'm saying is, what I'm hearing from you is that Frank has not only taken the proper steps, but everything they put before him, he's almost exceeded some of the expectation. Am what it is, man. Right, right or wrong in saying that? No, you're right. But the, what, the only way you know that you kind of made it in boxing if people start criticizing the roles you took. Hmm. Where they start trying to figure out ways to make you not as valid as you are. His his um, situation. They before this fight, they talked about how Riviera was the next thing, True. all that stuff. So when Frank beat him in fashion, the way that he did, they started dissecting Riviera's uh, him and his, his his shortcomings as opposed to giving Frank his props. And that's that's exactly how it happens all the time in boxing. But now the spotlight's on him to wear. It's a put up and shut up for everybody. That's True. just how I feel. So I think he, he definitely came onto the scene, as you said, by way of handling his business and things like that. So it, it's that's an interesting little mix between all those fighters. Absolutely. And I think 135 is hot like fish grease. 
like we've said before, and I think all of the individuals, whether we put in Frank in that top mix of the top eight or so or seven, whatever no, the number top is, five, five whatever, five. regardless, I think each of those individuals have their own personality and their own spark. And that's what us makes it very interesting um, because I think each of them has something that will make a fan gravitate towards them. You know what I mean? And, right. And I, and I get it. We're all at a faster weight. We all supposed to – speedy hands. We got speedy hands. We do this. We do that. But what I mean is the personality and the charisma of each individual also personalizes them within the same division. I can't tell him happy birthday, though, because Javar told me he do run his own page and he really talked to you in third person. You see? <laughs> well, you know, I said that, man. And you know what's crazy? I can't wish him happy birthday. Yeah, I don't care about his crazy. birthday. I hope it rained and snow. I still ain't hit the, yeah. the last number we had because yeah. you just looked at me yeah. and you said, man, look, that yeah. is a Detroit number. That that number been That's embarrassing. Two, two years ago probably. But I'm going to say this about standing a live. We had Frank early. We've had Frank. See, see, you talking? You talking like a woman? He's be mine. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. no. What I'm saying is, he left us. I'm talking about the homework of what staying power is. Yeah, and standing a live, being here. I don't give a fuck if you pop or snot. Yeah, oh, that's some new shit right there. What I mean by snot is mean get knocked out. Yeah, I don't care if you pop or snot. You know what I'm saying? If you've come through this Midwest, man, we move in shape. You know Definitely. what I mean? And we know what's baking. Uh, and we think he's shaking. The Shout ghost is on the move, man. He, Shout out to the ghost. They definitely got a scene, though. They can't pretend they don't know who he is. He had that big right, showcase. Man. And like I said, man, when I sit on Twitter and I see Rosie Perez talking oh, about man, you, that, that, that shit blew my mind. I said, that's. Supposed to call Rosie. I said, she was on Jeopardy. <laughs> What's she say on that shit? Quinta. Yeah. What that Quinta? Whatever that motherfucking fruit she said. If he ain't never seen White Man Can't Jump, Young Man Go, my co host says she too fucking old, don't go to her party. Don't I'm telling party. you, go. Go to Rosie party. It's gonna smell like starter fluid and uh, <laughs> being gay. <laughs> you rev a bridge before you don't go in there. I'm going to room fight. Go to Rose party. I'm going to room fight. Go to Rose party. It's going to be motherfuckers there younger. Mm-mm. And she's still cool. You're going to see four, you gonna see four great right pictures. You're going to see four great pictures with a color sepia. Those sepia color pictures. I'm going to go in that room. Don't say don't fuck with Go, but go, in addition go, to the 12th, though, uh, shout out to Frank, though, and a sincere happy birthday from Standing Eight Live. It's also Joe Frazier's birthday. You know that? Mm-hmm. Today's Joe Frazier's birthday. I just got off phone with him. Shout out to Joe Frazier, man. One of a great all time legend, <laughs> incredible fighter, man. So, I mean, Frank might be where he's supposed to be because you got a birthday on one of the all time greatest fighters ever. And you got a chance to at least etch your name somewhere along that way. Long you stay the course. He got a chance to do his thing, man. Definitely. And, and I think he's doing his thing, as weird as that sounds. But he is performing. Definitely. Every time they're, they're giving him a little light in terms of being on a card, majorly, he's shining. He's taking advantage of it. Yeah, shining. Big ups, man. Happy birthday. Celebrate. Salute. Know you're going to be in the gym tomorrow. 
with all them little funny looking guys from Texas. They almost all look alike, man. I almost when they lined up Earl and the Charlos together with Frank, I said, damn, why are all they eyes and faces looking like <laughs> <laughs> I thought shit there's something in the water. No, but all seriousness, man. And man, the funny thing about it. that though, the Charlos or uh or uh Spence wasn't born in Texas. Spence was born in New York and Charles was born in uh, New Orleans. And, and Louisiana. Frank came from there either. That's, That's funny, what I'm saying. That's yeah, funny. But all them, all them brothers look alike. Yeah. They punch hard. Yep. You know what I mean? Y'all got wings on your backs and all kind of crazy stuff tattooed. But anyway, man. Nah, seriously. Big ups, man. Happy birthday. Salute. I know y'all enjoying yourselves in Texas doing y'all thing in the Lone Star State. Uh, moving on along, man, to local and regional news. I talked to Willie J. Jr. this week. He will be returning on March 25th on ESPN. Jake is set to face Richard Torres Jr., I believe. I don't have Jr. on here, but I believe it's a junior. Um, this will be at the Save Mart Center in Fresno, California. Top-ranked promotions card. Six-round bout. Jake is currently on a win streak of, I believe, three wins or so. Regardless, not only is this like the LL Cool J song, I'm going back to Cali because Willie Jake has ties when he used to play football back in Cali. Um, in college, he's going back on a top rank card. Oh, okay, yeah. when we think about this, right? He's going back on a top rank card with a chance to spoil some good, so to speak. You know what I mean? And, um,. For you fans out there that are thinking, oh, Willie Jake's only, um, what is he, about 10, 11, 12, and something, too? And this is how we do it, fans. I don't need to quote his record. I know the man, and I know the fighter, and I know the, the criteria of it, and I know the people he's faced. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We think about the people he's lost to. If I'm not mistaken, Stephen Shaw is fighting this weekend. And that was a Willie Jake opponent, right? right. Am I right or wrong? Definitely. James Franklin just lost on a major card. Controversial loss. Either way, but so yeah. so we're talking about an individual that didn't lose to somebody at the backyard barbecue. And then Sanchez too. <laughs> and then so, Sanchez. So he lost so we, to fighters who Yeah, they somebody. We're talking about fighters that are backed by yeah. major promoters, been on the scene and might happen to class each other to take away that zero. But bottom line is Willie Jake is a qualified fighter. He gets another shot to shine. Um, and with the fight being March 25th, 
he actually has a chance to have a full camp. March twenty fifth. That's Jermaine's birthday. Man. Don't j- j- listen, Jake. The whole everything just it, <coughs> on my sleeves. Give, give him that Hulkamania. Listen, 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 Willie Jean. <laughs> Willie Jake. That's my girl' birthday, man. Don't get out there and, and ruin that. It's a Saturday. I just asked this day what what day her birthday following. She said Saturday, and I gotta tell her we gotta fight to watch it. This is that will we we win? Willie, you gotta dedicate it. That's all I'm saying. It's, now it's a little bit more important than it was. Man, that is hilarious. I put up his opponent, though, man. He is, like you said, a, a 4-0 fighter, only 23 years old. His first four wins are by KO, TKO. So it's, the script is written. The script it's is up written. for Willie to upset the script, to rewrite the script. And fuck it up. Because, and excuse my language, fans, and, and really, I don't have to excuse it because we don't have many children up. If your child is listening to this, <laughs> they listening to it because of you. The daddy. But anyway, regardless, man, in, in all seriousness, um, Willie Jake has a chance. And I don't even want to use the term redemption, but I want to use the term proof and take away some of the question. He's had some quality fights that have ended in a draw um, against a Roy Jones Jr. fighter um, sponsored across the way. So it's not like Willie's not willing to take on challenges. I don't think he's a fighter that shies away. I think one of the things that has hurt Willie is the fact of being in the Midwest, not a big heavyweight muster going on, if you will. And then the fact that Willie's not Mike Tyson. Okay, so, so so what I mean by that, fans, is you're not coming to the arena. If Willie was a girl, he'd be medium thick. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> medium Man, thick. Man, you do some. Well, your analogies yeah. be some shit. Uh, yeah. Medium thick. <laughs> medium thick. I went to go yeah. Tyson. You said, look, we ain't going to do that. We going to go medium thick. But the bottom line is he's a fighter that knows. Yeah. And it's because his father knows how to fight. And I think Willie, with with even his trainers that he's had, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. I know right now he's working with Frank. Some people are like, damn, Frank who? Frank Yaya Lawrence, who had a fight last month in December in Germany, and he's having fun again. His last fight was six years prior to. The only reason I bring that up is to say sometimes it's timing. It's yourself. It's personal shit. The last time Frank fought, minus this time in Germany, was uh, against Andy Ruiz before Andy Ruiz caught fire. Junior. You see what I'm saying? So, Damn. The whole thing I'm putting in perspective is we're looking at another Midwest heavyweight with Willie J. And he has the chance to seize an opportunity. And I feel like this top rank is looking one way. My man, and and this is going to sound funny, my man going to get on me. He a pretty looking motherfucker. Who? The Torres dude. Like, he looks like commercial. Yeah. When I say pretty, I mean commercial. Right? He looks like what they want to promote. I'm going to get on. You should have said handsome. Go ahead. Well, handsome, pretty. Go the, ahead. Like, it's it's about your preference. <laughs> see, I'm telling y'all, fans, y'all see how this no. go, man. The intellectual no. jazz no. be a motherfucker. No. Then you no. sit back, you gotta go to your corner 
and then think about what he just hit you with verbally. But anyway, I'm gonna get past. No. I'm gonna get past yeah, that yeah. jab. Yeah. Um, bottom line is, Willie has a chance to seize a moment, definitely, and propel itself in the window that he's in in the heavyweight division. Period. Point blank. Wherever that goes, I'm not gonna talk about no wild. No, nah, I mean, I'm talking about the window he's in and what he can seize. Perfect bout for him. And I'm going to tell you what I like most about this, though, is that the fighter, and credit to the fighter, he has an amateur win over uh, Jerry Anderson. Mm. He beat him in 2017 at um, the um, National Golden Glove Finals. But what I like about this for Willie, for one, primarily what's going to get Willie is his, his IQ and his boxing ability, them two things that he got in his favor. Uh, you would think with the big age difference that experience would also come into play. Things that do go against him would be the youth and then the notoriety or the attachments with the dude being a top-ranked fighter. The biggest plus for, like, Willie, his last two fights that he did lose was against Steven Shaw and Frank Sanchez, both fighters who were naturally way bigger. And we talked about uh, Willie's lack of power at heavyweight. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's always tougher to fight those type of fighters. With that said, um, this fighter is only 6'2". He's equally the same height as Willie. And Willie did show when he went over to uh, fight Roy Jones, a guy that he could fight a taller fighter. Boxing, man, people don't understand that at the most inconvenient time for your opponent, you got the best night of your life. Like, <laughs> Willie could come out there and hit on all cylinders and had the best night of his life. And then, you know what I'm saying, we play that Rocky music at home. And shit. <laughs> we win. So, I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. I hope Willie getting an incredible shake and his team do what they do and he get busy. Um, you know, and just for the other fans that didn't know, the official watch party will be conducted by Standing A Live in conjunction with Sage Prep Promotions. Um, so, just be on the lookout for those flyers. Definitely. That particular event. Because, um, hey, we're going to be ESPN with the real friends and the real people that know my man. So, you know what I mean? We're going to have those uh, in-scoop calls. Man, he going to call after the fight. All kind of shit, man. So, just watch out for them flyers. And don't act tired, Indianapolis. Don't act tired. And, and what I mean by that is don't wait for him to go up and blow up out the state. Then y'all, then y'all, everybody in Indiana want to wait till the nigga go somewhere else and then be like, man, he from Indiana. (laughs) I I met him at the mall and shit. We had chicken wings together. They don't never want to, you know what I mean? So let's do it right, man. Um, Again, standing A live in conjunction with stage prep promotions. I know you like this, but this shit come on the fly. But anyway, (laughs) it's going to be a good night, man. Uh, Be on the lookout for those flyers. Um, and again, we're going to have Willie Jake memorabilia up there, signed gloves, all kind of stuff, man, for the kids and everything, man. It's going to be a great event. Um, so, big ups to Willie Jake, man. Moving on to national news, let's break down this Tank Davis thing. And before we talk about Tank, before we talk, I, I want to go out of order because we are both big fans of Boots Ennis. He fought the most. Um, cross country ass boxer I've ever seen in my life yeah. with a counter punch though all he did was counter punch all night 
and then get on a motherfucking bike. Yeah. You know what I mean? He counterpunched and got on a bike. So what what I'm asking is, I don't think the cars were wrong. I know many fans that watched. It was not a good boots in this fight in terms of what you thought you were going to see. But when they say styles make fights, and I can't even pronounce that motherfucking name, but the <laughs> but the, the dude in the red and black shorts counterpunched and got on his bike. He would eat two punches, <laughs> maybe catch a grazing blow, yeah. and then get on that bike. You got to track him down. Um, kind of talk about what you saw from Boots Ennis, and we know he is an impressive fighter that everybody's radar is adapt to him. But just talk about what you saw from that fight in terms of the difficulty of, of the opponent and tracking that, that individual down. Um, first off, I, I was frustrated in the fight because I'm a Boots fan, and I want to see him go crazy. It was it was the biggest crowd that he fought be, before. Um and you could see his anticipation. He was he was ready. All that he said nervous. He was nervous. He was I, and he would he would of course being the quality fighter he is. He wouldn't say he was nervous, but I think he was nervous and over anxious and um, performing at a high level. He said before the fight he was going to steal the show, and he I think he pressed that and he that's what he went for. Um, I knew I wasn't going to see like for one I never seen his opponent. Um, I hate that kind of fighter. I hate that. I hate that kind of fighter. And what I mean, he he stayed on his back foot the whole time. Oh, man. And I'm gonna tell you why I hated it. One, because I want to see him die, not real life die, but I wanted him to get knocked out. But two, it's because I feel like he could have been a better fighter because he had a skill set. He did. His counter punching was underrated. For I don't think people understood like what they was watching. He was super good counter punching, but what he was doing. He was moving way too much. And incidentally, we don't have to fight on uh, paper. But this Rashidi Ellis, it was same type fighter except Rashidi engaged more, but he ran too much um, or moved too much in Rashidi case. This fight right here. One, this is how come it's important for your team to vet your opponent. You have to know your, who you're going up against, especially when – not even that. that you don't even take this fight. You don't even take don't this even fight. No, because you're going to get a list of fighters you can potentially face. I'm sure they went for the fighter who was on a win streak. He had like six KOs in a row, so you're not thinking he's going to run. And you might not be going to check out his other fights. So when you check out other fights, you say, oh, that's not conducive for the style – of our fighter, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. you want to look good at this point, so right. you don't necessarily want to get a pushover, but you want somebody who's going to situate what you bring to the table, and that's how come I think that his team should have looked more at this opponent because at this point you land the ground the uh, groundwork for a few things, and one is the market marketability. You got that big crowd out there who coming to see some action, and if you can show off for them, get an explosive knockout, they're going to be wanting to come see you the next time. And no fault of Boots, but he did. I don't think that he inspired that with the crowd, with the casual fans. Us as fighters, we know that Boots get busy. He, he, uh, he a class A ticket and stuff. A fighter who you want to see, but I think that as I don't know, I didn't like the fight, but I didn't like the fight from the aspect of a person who was cheering for Boots to uh, have an explosive fight. And and I can agree. And, and and here's what I'll say is the difficult thing for Boots twofold. Right, you can say press the gas more for some that may have 
been watching the fight. Um, but Boots was fighting a person you really couldn't calculate in the ring. Right. And what I mean by that is he caught Boots a couple times on some nice counters, but off of those counters, he wasn't looking to put another shot with it. He was hitting Boots and getting the fuck up out of there. He, and he was I mean, fighting like you would fight a ghost. Man. And <laughs> like so, you can't even run. Yeah, <laughs> so I got to get out of here. It's so hard to get on track as a good fighter, regardless of what you're doing with an individual. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That ain't standing there long enough for you to even blink your eyes. You know what I mean? And that's no disrespect. In it. Fuck, I forget his opponent's name. It's truly no disrespect. Because the more I watched the fight at, at first about round six, I was mad in the motherfucker. <laughs> I, said, I was like, this some bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. But then I was thinking from the other side of the ring. Right? He's fighting boots. Who has power? Who can fight? Who has footwork? So Boots did the best he could of cutting that ring off. But when I tell you my man ran a... When I tell you he knew every dimension of a ring, because that was a small ring. I don't know if it was 16 by whatever, 18 or... Oh, that ring was super small. That shit was small, Yeah, that ring was super small. when I say that man was moving, that man was moving, man. And it's tough to hit anybody who ain't trying to spark it. So that's all I'm saying. So for the fans that want to take this and put it on a knock on boots, yes, it was a boring fight. I will agree with that, hands down, and I'm still a boots fan. Hands down, it was a boring fight. I don't feel like the boring fight was boots' fault. At all. So if we're going to do that, you can't do that, fans. If we gonna say somebody's bad because their opponent's bad, we can't do that. And I haven't heard anybody really down in boots they in this particular fight. They yeah. haven't, but what I'm saying is I've also seen the same thing when there's been a lot of memes. Uh, Earl looked at the boots fight and he said, laugh out loud. I mean, I mean the shit is boxing, man. And and I get it. I get posture and I get it all. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I thought boots fought the best fight he could fight. Against the individual that he fought. And Earl, my favorite current fighter right now. So it's, it's disappointing if that was aimed at him, though. That's that's real. That's weird if that was. Because he, he, him knowing, first off, I was, Earl being the season veteran, he had he'd cut the ring off way better. And uh, I wish I could see that shit. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I love the shit out of you, man. <laughs> I'm for real. You don't even drinking shit. My friends, my other friends drink. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry to cut shit off. This is I gotta say this. Doc is a friend uh, of mine who his intoxication is truly life and fucking with me. He will get high off of fucking with me. I love it. But what I'm saying is no weird shit, no pause. I'm saying that in all love, man. Um, 
Love it, brother. Yeah. I, I, I love that, man. My man's like, look, man, calm down. He, he's my inner peace. <laughs> Except he's outer peace. He's outer but inner. <laughs> Wait a minute, pause. He's about to get back to boxing, as we were saying. As we were saying. No, I love, brother. But no, nah, uh, I lost my train of thought. But no, nah, it was a good card, though. It was. We, excellent card. Uh, Rashidi, though. Rashidi, listen. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, let's, Rashidi let's, can fight. Before you go there, did he lose that fight? I had, did you have a problem with that card of him losing that fight? Yeah. I didn't. I did. I, I had that worst draw at I best. Did. It maybe eat it out. And the reason why, because I feel like he won the first eight rounds. That's the only reason why. He, 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 he got dominated like the last three, but... I so saw two like knockdowns, correct? In round, yeah, in round four. Two ten eights, correct? One was a ten seven. Uh, that um, yeah. um, to me. No, the last round was ten seven, man. Uh, that's goofy. Yeah. No, he got knocked down two times. But two ten eights, right? With the with the. No, one was a ten seven. I know, I get what you're saying oh, factually. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Two ten eights is what I saw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I felt he dominated a majority of that fight. When you put them two ten eights in there, but like you say, they put the ten seven to make sure that boogie covered. I don't know what that was, but I'm saying the two ten eights was legit. When he get knocked down two times, though, what's the score? That's a ten seven. No, it should have been ten eight. Ten eight is the first knockdown. He got knocked down two times in the same round? Yeah. Was that the time when the, he the went last to his ankle? No, that was the last round. Was that the time he went to yeah. his ankle? He slid down his leg like, man, oh. he threw me and shit like a football tackle. I said, oh, man, it's over. In the fourth round, he was tired. Uh, right. Fourth or fifth, he breathing heavy out of his mouth, and that come from that constant consistent. Hey. Like, why are you moving, running around like that? And I think that he would stop at the wrong times and try to engage for one. Rashidi, I think he was on like a, a long break where he hadn't fought in quite some time. And what happened with things like that, man? You know, you're not looking at your opponent. Your opponent, man, he got. He reminded me of the Terminator. His determination was so high that it was. It's, it's yeah. scary to somebody who tired. It's yeah. it's scary when somebody that tired still want to keep wrestling. You tired? They, <laughs> you you like, tired? You, they want to keep going. Tired. You still, you still going? And oh, and, and I and I said, man, this is like Cotto Margarito. That's what it Ooh. looked like to me, man. Cause I I could see the. I was thinking of a Madonna to me. Who? That's how my my man reminded me of Madonna. Not so much of the. Punches, it was the relentlessness. But just that's what I mean. Yeah. Just that come, just that juice of I'm here tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm here tonight. And this and incidentally. Rashidi, he he embarrassed. He should be. He asked for the rematch. Uh, it's still a 50 50 fight rematch to me. Well, I watch but rematch. I would rather see him fight, him being an opponent to fight uh, Boots. Because this Ellis? is the con- this is con- No, hell no, dude. Oh, my well, man. Villa. Because that's the fight. It's a, it's a good style matchup. Yeah. Okay. And that's what uh, being explored early. But yeah, Ooh. he got busy. I mean,. I wouldn't cry and say robbery, 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 but he earned the fight. He earned it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a good fight, man. I thought it was a good fight, and I think regardless of which direction it goes in, in terms of what you just stated yeah. or a rematch, it's still a good fight. You know what I mean? Um, let's talk about Tank a little bit. No, nah, nah, before we talk Tank, let's talk Boo Boo. 
Yeah, I'm trying to Man, let's give Boo Boo the uh, 45 seconds he deserved. 45 seconds? That he deserved. You don't think that was a good outing for him? Boo, I mean, Andre, he, he fight to his competition. And that's not, it's, I, I was trying to think last week if I ever seen a quality fighter of Andre's talent level, of oh, okay. who, who who's ever just. No, I'm, I'm talking about him. Like, have you ever seen a fighter of his talent level, his pedigree, who had a career so mundane? Like, never had a marquee fight ever. He's never had, a, and it's not his fault because he's calling out and he's clamoring for him. His, his career is sad to me. And I mean in the context of he hasn't had that even like remotely big fight. His biggest fight probably was, uh, what's the dude named? Martin, Vans, Martin Zone, The I Nightmare. Think, I think his whole window passes him by and it's no fault to him. And that's sad to me. That's how fucked up the game is when we talk business with boxing. And and again, fans, we get it. We get it. Oh, so and so on Twitter. Ryan Garcia used to punch with his brother or whoever the little motherfucker was, his cousin. I don't know who used to hold them mitts. But I remember watching him before I even knew he was a real boxer. I thought he was a Jake Paul type. You see what I'm saying? So I look at this whole landscape. And I watch a guy like Boo Boo Andrade, who's only asked for what he's qualified for. Right. That's all he's asked for is what he's qualified for. And they done told him, fuck you. In all sense of the words. And so he took care of business this last fight. He moved up to what was that, super middleweight or something? He moved up. He's doing... All the fucking who he's they like, hey man, jump on one leg and do a ninety six inch vertical. <laughs> and he like, fuck it, I don't think I can do it, but I'm gonna try it. And then the motherfucker do it, and then they like, mm, still ain't enough. That's what I feel like his career is, and I and I feel what you're saying on the set. That's what's terrible about some parts of boxing. All we asking for is challenges. It's not that people won't get paid. People getting paid in every sport. We watched uh, Roquan Swift's, uh, uh, Smith with the with the Ravens, minus their quarterback, get a $100 million motherfucking shit. And we know it ain't all geared. I get it. My point is we're watching other fasts get paid without total preparation and work. And I feel like with Boo Andrade, he's in a boxing thing. I get all the variables within boxing. You know what I mean? Markability. Blah, 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 blah. But everything they've asked him to do, man, he's done it. I just feel like he needs that one lottery fight. Just give him one lottery fight, man. I don't know. (laughs) Shit. Because I don't know. I don't know. Like, he had... It's like he don't make good decisions as far as his team because mm-hmm. this outcome is important for fighters to think they can just get out here and move and shake on their own. But you got to have a team. You got to have, and then he went with the zone, which was foolish. The zone's not an American uh, entity where they know how to move American fighters. They, and I'm sure they gave him a nice bag, so that is what it is in that regard. So it, it, it's just tough to. Um, 
see it go because I never seen a fighter of his quality, his talent deal with something just like that. Also, man, on that car we had, I really didn't want to engage in this part. Without this is the biggest point of the whole entire car. Uh, Tank Davis, he of course was the highlight of the car, which I think they said they had twenty thousand people in the audience. Tank Davis, he a rarity in boxing this day where he can travel with a fan base. He, he sold out in New York, um, I believe Atlanta. And now D.C., which is close to his hometown, he's born in Baltimore. He had an incredible crowd. And every time Tank comes out, he's one of those fighters who bring the fans out. Where if your lameness come out like mine do sometimes during boxing, I start counting celebrities in the crowd. And I'm like, oh, look at such, such. He got a green shirt. <laughs> All kinds of goofy stuff, man. But. It's it's like a Laker game in the '80s where you looking at Jack Nicholson and all the fancy people. Everybody, man, yeah. <laughs> so he got busy. Uh, he did. Um, he he did what Tank do. He was fighting Hector Garcia, fighter who came off of uh, two impressive wins, one against Chris Colbert when he was a replacement on two weeks' notice. This fight was at one thirty-five, and Hector was coming up for one thirty. But Hector looked like the bigger man. Um, Tank came out with some rappers who had dreadlocks. You can tell me their names, and I'll just say okay, because all rappers with dreadlocks look like me, ghost me. It's just how it is. Uh, so as far as I'm concerned, he came out with Quavo. But he, he what really got me in the Tank fight was Tank's poise. Tank's poise, man, I think, like, right now in boxing might be second to none. His focus is extremely high. And I haven't always been a fan of Tank's recent fights, the people he selected to fight and things like that, especially when he was being brought up under the Mayweather uh, promotions, build a superstar uh, type of cookie-cutter machine that they was doing. Tank has stated that he wants all the smoke. He wants to fight everybody. Um First, before we get to that, we're going to talk about this particular fight right here. What was your thoughts on this fight? Tank fight? Yeah. Tank fought like Tank fought. Um, I thought his opponent, and I know people are going to say, oh, the crowd stopped the fight. They didn't even get to finish the fight. Tank was going to win that fight. <laughs> and that left hook was a hell of a fine left hook. So, Tank has moments. That's what I'll say about Tank. Every Tank fight, you can take a hellified momentous moment and you can take a point in a fight where he looks average. And I think that's the problem when, as Floyd stated, what he stated now, and I get Floyd's going to say it's me. If it ain't me affiliated, then it's a problem. But I'm saying as skilled as Tank is, we would be foolish not to think that there's not some other chinks. Now, when I say that, somebody's going to say, well, who's going to beat him at 135 and how? You see what I'm saying? And I understand that. What you talk about with athletics, sometimes it's not the talent and the athleticism. It's the molding and the polishing. I feel like that's what Tank still needs some polishing. Not In what way? Um, Tank like a complete fighter to me. 
Okay, I'll tell you this. Tank gets overconfident in the ring. Now, you can say that's opponent-wise, and so why not? But I say sometimes when you have good habits, you have good habits. And so what I mean by that is when you keep your guard up when you're throwing that left hook versus having your right hand down when you're throwing that left hook, that is a polished thing. That's not a you can't survive on your talent thing. I'm saying when it becomes a point, okay, and Tank hasn't fought Haney. We haven't had any of those fights when we go back. We love to go back and talk about Hagler, Hearns, and Leonard versus Duran, and we love to do these things. These young boys ain't doing that. But when it comes to that point, the win is going to come down to those points. Who is more technical? Who is more sound? Who doesn't get squirmish by the shakes of the sounds on the ground? And I'm talking about them beasts in the back when they let ahead and rapper. Yeah, 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 little Uzi Vert squats the snurt. You know what I mean? And all of them. That's what I mean, man. It's a lot that goes in. I'm not young, man. They, they would look at me and be like, man, I don't even know little Uzi Nine clip. Extended nine. You you see what I'm saying? I because I don't. Yeah. But I'm saying there are things I see with Tank as much skill as I see. He throws that left hook. He drops that right hand. He's consistent. Tank consistently dropped that right hand. Tank very defensive responsible. That, and I think that that's how come people overrate his opponent's performance. Keep even with the uh, Romero fight, Rolly, whatever. They kept saying he was behind on the cars or he was getting boxed. I mean, he's sitting there, he boxed, and he's sitting there, and he's. it's not like he's taking a lot of punches or he getting dominated. They say he was down earlier, this person was in the fight. That It's like he's just sitting there, and he like picking his shot. He picking it, he's taking advantage of what's going on. He's waiting for the mistake to happen. And once that mistake happens, he capitalizes on it. Once you get caught by tank, man, it's almost like, say, this is a we've been watching boxing for a long time. Is he your cousin? Huh? Mm-mm. He look like your little cousin. The way you described him, cause you just man, look, Doc, you know, you know, you know this, you know this. I'm listening to your statements. You know this. He dropped when he throw that left hook. His first move is down. Who? He hold on, hold on, hold on. Who throw a left hook and keep the right hand up? Name a fighter. You can't, can't you can't get torqued, okay. you can't get power yeah. holding your hand up like this. Man, no. Don't take me to another fighter. I was talking about this one Yeah, fighter, But man. I'm just saying though, in comparison oh, about the other seamstress yeah. in the other in the other uh, warehouse. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, real quick. Let me say Hold on. Let me say this real quick though. You ever heard somebody get knocked into another world where he said, Where am I at? Look, he hit him and he said he said he said I can't see. And both his eyes was open. Both his eyes was open. Yeah. Hey. He's like he changed. He changed. He changed like his life. Like he after, said after he came up, I said, "Damn, was that Caleb Truex?" He didn't know where he was at, man. And that's 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 said. It's something about knocking somebody down and out. But when somebody's standing up and they asking for directions and they two feet from their corner, man, that's saying a whole lot right there. And. <coughs> Again, I just like his poise, man. And he had the issues prior to the fight that could have would have distracted it for a lot of people and taken them out of that fight. 
But he he got he busy. Said he, he said he couldn't remember his address. They Man. said, "Where do you live?" He told him, "I don't know." Like, shit, I can't it's like he was. It's like he's in the department store looking for his mother. What, what kind of car she drive? I don't know. I just I don't know. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh shit, man, that's the funniest shit. Well, I like Tank though because he want all the smoke. That's what I, I like. I like Tank too. I'm just saying, man. And I get I get everything you say in momentum. Shit. Hey, bro, I, I understand uh, Ryan Garcia He a fighter You mentioned him About being on Where a lot of people Thought he was just Some social media phenom But Ryan Garcia Got extensive uh, Amateur background Prior to this Where he had a, a, um, Rivalry with Excuse me Devin Haney And all these fighters They know each other They mixed it up Tank said he ain't got no friends He said don't come over here Taking no pictures with me Talking about Shakur Don't be he talking about We friends He said I want to fight Tyson. Everybody Basically, Here, here's what I'm gonna say about both of them young people, man. They understand. They have an understanding, and Tank has an understanding of the people that follow him, and the new followers that may be to come. Whether that's boxing skill, or whether that's when he grabbing on a man in the weigh-in, yeah, and just kind of doing that little lunch room, yeah. fucking with you, like, yeah. man, I might take your shoes. <laughs> I might not take your shoes, but I like your shoes. And it's just so even the media couldn't help but feed into that. So I, I understand everything you say. And I just, from the standpoint of looking at it, when we talk about that cream of the crop of it, man, I think each of those fighters, whether we talk about Haney versus a tank, I don't care who it is versus who, they're all going to have to take it up a level and I'm not saying that to say that they're not serious now. You know what I mean? But shit, that shit going to be real if we get to see those fights, man. I, that I shit's going to be real. You know what I mean? Um, before we close out, man, we do have a couple cards on uh, January 13th, ESPN+. Plus. It's a ladies card. My man don't even want to hear about that shit. This is WBC, WBA, light flyweight. Yeah, look. Look, look. These ladies is going to weigh about 100. And they ain't even going to weigh 100 or something. Matter of fact, that I, I don't understand what we'll make women want to wake up on a Saturday and fight. <laughs> I don't understand that shit. I don't get that. No. I don't get No, I become a fan of like some of the higher level fights. There's some fights that don't caught my attention, but. I don't think they're going to blow away. They're, they're shit. Yeah. They're going to blow away. They gonna blow away, and, and and for those that don't know, man, we got my wife in the building. We got some fans. Nah, we good, man. We on the air, man. And uh, everybody watches boxing, so that's what we talking about, man. I know Doc hates female fights. He no, I don't. Fuck. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Because hey. That can hold some weight and, and, and throw a fight. Definitely. Uh, so but you can't get blown away. Yeah. Hey, hey, too strong. Hey, what implied that I care? Hey, it implies that you care. Yeah. So now that means you don't care about the Like, it ain't like it come on. I'm like, oh, shit, and just throws on the TV. Doc might love 
no, all serious. I feel the same way about the World Cup though. Like I don't like I don't like kickball. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Ajagba Shaw. That should be a good fight. Who that, you got? Who you got? Let's Shaw. Just, let's just Shaw. Shaw to box. Shaw to knock out. What you got? Well, it I might be a late stopping for Shaw. You. I'm gonna gamble both ways like Jimmy Burton used to do. <laughs> With the Gambinos, he's going both ways. It's gonna be a competitive fight. This is like the second tier or like the upcoming. Uh, Challenger, like this is because like the old because the old guard is the Furies, the Wilders, and things of that nature. And these are the people who coming up behind them. You know what I'm saying? They're not absolutely like super young, but you know, heavyweight these days you got a longer lifespan than you did back in the eighties okay. and nineties and things yeah. like that. You know but what? you said you going shop? Yeah, I'm going the other way. Going the other way. I got your vegan meal, whatever you want. Uh, you squash and, and uh, turn up greens and shit with turkey, with a turkey leg or something. Man, I got you. No, I'm for real. Let's just bet a little meal on this because I'm going to go the other way. Uh, and, and the only reason is not that I'm super confident on the um, knockout capacity of Effie. It's just the yeah, fact that I think the style's gonna make the fights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't gonna be no heavyweight class where somebody is backing up and not willing to be uh, confrontational. Um, so I think, you know, I, just to make it, and man, I'm gonna go there. We chicken wing dinner, whatever, man. Uh, but yeah, that's January 14th on ESPN, heavyweight class. No title up for stakes, fans. This is one of those fights that takes the winner to the next tier. Gets them a little closer. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, anybody, anybody beat Willie J going to be the next person. I mean, he beat Willie before he's going to be a, a Jogba too. Hey, because if you beat Willie, you beat a real motherfucker. But Willie about to come back no, like the man. He coming back like the Mac. And he got some other decent name on her. Uh, he got Rodell Booker and Joey DeWaco, which a lot of people don't know, but he is a, a viable heavyweight fighter, which is jock. But his um, pretty much his only step up fight, he got decision by Frank Sanchez. So we going to see. It's, it's going to be interesting, man. And again, big ups to Willie Jake fighting uh, March 25th at the Save Mart Center, top-ranked card. Where is that at? Uh, that's California. That's okay. Fresno. Yeah. That's uh, Fresno. That's a walk-up town. It's yeah. a walk-up town like Modesto. Frank, walk-up town. Willie, get us some tickets. <laughs> get us some tickets, Willie. Man, you want to go? Let's go, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, you I know? do. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> All right, man. Big ups to all the fans, man. Thank you for, for everybody. That'd be a birthday trip. Yeah, man, right. thank you for everybody tuning in. Um... Thank you for all the supporters. Big ups to our sponsors. Can see that nobody says Boxing Academy as well as Nutrition Plus. You can catch us on the 26th because we going two times a month. New format. Same faces, same mics. But you only get us twice. You know what I mean? We'll catch you on the 26th. Standing A Live. Thank you. Please tune in to the platforms. 
for anybody want to get on the mic and share air with the players in here. Thank you for tuning in to Standing A Live. Peace.